Welcome to the Life in the Stocks podcast, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Matt Stocks. I'm the host, and the show features unedited, in-depth, candid conversations with a wide range of musicians, actors, comedians, and creatives. If you're not already, be sure to subscribe to Life in the Stocks on your favorite podcast platform. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and indeed all major podcast platforms. Be sure to give me a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as well, at MattStocksDJ. That way you can keep up to date with all of my live Q&A dates, my DJ performances, and of course, who's coming up on the show as well. But without further ado, let's crack on with the show, shall we? Here we go. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Texture like sun lays me down with my mind. She runs throughout the night. No need to fight, never a frown with golden brown. Let's talk first of all very quickly about the um, New Year's Eve that you just had because the pictures from it looked absolutely beautiful. And I had Andy and Tomo on this podcast just before the end of the year mm. and they were sort of both well gearing up to launch their own podcast which you were also on yes but uh tomo was particularly i guess weighed down with wedding plans and um you know i think for a cast such as this is england i was speaking to john bradley who plays samuel tarley in game of thrones mm. about this as well and there's certain projects which are so unique because of that i guess experience of growing old together growing up together yeah and you must have watched those guys go from boys to men and so i guess to be there on a day like that when you see you know little tomo getting wed it must have been quite a yeah a trip right yeah you 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 bang on the money there it was it was it was it was slightly overwhelming at times you know what i mean um basically for them reasons what you just said i I think tomo was 14 when we shot the film for this is england and to watch him like you said, grow into that 
that really what was it where were it in the 80s was it was the 80s or 90s that band boys to men yeah <laughs> <laughs> to watch them grow do you know what i mean to watch them all grow like you said um and to still maintain that relationship you know you like to keep in touch with as many people as you can that you meet in this business it's kind of it's a kind of a nomadic existence, do you know what I mean? And you you yeah. build these strong, intense relationships when you're working with people. Um, and there's a few of them that you really keep in touch with and become friends for life, do you know what I mean? Um, and as a collective, as a little group, I, I think that was the case for for the majority of us on This Is England, especially Tomo and, you know, personally for me, Tomo and Vicky, especially, um, and Shane. But because they were the people who are kind of worked with mostly and who I was really close with. But Tomo, to go back to him and, and watch him develop as that little kid who was very difficult to keep him still. Do you know what I mean? You had to bribe him with cans of Coke and Mars bars. Really? And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to just, just just finish these next couple of scenes and then, you know, then you can have a Mars bar or you can have a can of Coke or you can have a little break in that. Um, I'm not saying I'm not saying Shane was in, in any way, shape, or form treating him like child labour. Yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't yeah. that? It wasn't slave labour for kids? <laughs> but it was them little incentives, and to watch this kid who was so magnificent as an actor because he wasn't aware of any of the techniques of acting, or he was just being brutally, truthfully honest. Do you know what I mean? And a, a majority of that character back then was him was the yeah. essence of him, do you know what I mean? He was just being extremely natural. Sometimes it was like, I've described it before, it was kind of like, you know, a little bit weird in a way, but it was like working with De Niro or something like that because... Where does the character end and the, yeah. the human and, and start? It, and he was proper, do you know what I mean? If you, if you did something a second time, or maybe you, you know, because you always like to keep it fresh and change it, or maybe, I don't know, if you weren't quite something, if there was something just missing, when you'd finish, you'd go, I didn't believe that. Really? And you go, Amazing. And then you go, what? What do <laughs> what you mean? And you go, no, the other one was better. I, I, you frightened me in the last one. You're like, okay, little shit. Okay, yeah. then. All right, well, I'll show you in this next one then. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So there was that kind of element to it. Um, Did he always have that, I guess, self-confidence in himself? Even yes. At, even at such a yeah, 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 yeah. Throughout the whole rehearsal process and even the audition, I don't know, he's probably told you about the, you know, turning up for, for the second audition and wanting to turn it and all yeah, that yeah. and everything and stuff. And we, <laughs> we bribed him with computer games and PlayStations and things like that. But um, did you see any sort of kinship in yourself, in him? Is there any similarities in terms of a... I guess because I think I heard you on the Pit podcast, which was incredible, and you were sort of talking about how in that you have to have a little bit of that cheekiness in this game. Yeah. To, you know, not, yeah, not be afraid and, to and kind of be go on. Yeah, for, yeah, like you say, you know what I mean? Because all you to, can to, get yeah. is no, right, as a response. Yeah, completely, and not be afraid to, you know, really put yourself out there, and especially at that young age, you know what I mean? Uh, there, was, there was elements of him that I did see in myself that kind of just go for it. Yeah. Uh, not be afraid, you know what I mean? Really put everything into it. Um, and then especially, we got, we managed to show his mum a couple of scenes from the film. Uh, one time in Shane's trailer, actually. And we, you know, his mum was about on set a couple of times and we managed to show her a few scenes. Uh, unfortunately, she passed 
So she didn't get to see the entire film, do you know what I mean? But just to see that pride and that joy that she had for her little lad, do you know what I mean? To and I, I, I just I'm, I think I'm not speaking out of turn, but there was kind of you know from his school, and there was a few people, a few people that really stood by Tom and helped him through the youth centre he went to and things like that. Do you know what I mean? Like care workers and stuff like that. But a, a lot of people have kind of had kind of put him down as a no opera, do you know what I mean? Feel it that kind of he'll never achieve anything, he'll amount to nothing and he'll just be a lad who's do you know what I mean? who will, who has no aspirations and will not aspire to be anything. Um and and that that that's just the truth of it, do you know what I mean? That was the facts of it. Um and I suppose his mum had been told things like that. She actually said that to me, actually yeah, she'd been told him kind of things by teachers and people, you know, in that area and in that community. And it's like that age-old thing, if you hear it enough times, you start to believe it yourself, of right? Of course, yeah. And then to watch her, watch this little screen, because I didn't even look at the screen, I just looked at her face all the time. And to see, like I said, to see that pride and that joy, you know what I mean, was unbelievable. And then unfortunately, you know, she passed and we we all <clears throat> we all went to the funeral. Um, and, and we were there to support Tomo, even, you know, at that young age and stuff. And then to watch him when he got married, it would. I'm, I'm getting a bit emotional now. I don't know. It was just proper. Do you know what I mean? It really. Yeah. I don't mean to be soppy or nothing, but it, it really did. It had a major impact on me, just because I, you know, to to remember his mum and them them quality times that me and Hannah spent with his mum and stuff on set and things and offset, and we had a big party and his mum said. Um, she said, look, promise me that you'll you'll stick around for him and you'll be there for him. He and said then, to me in the podcast that he did with me that you made her that promise that you are going to make sure that you didn't just go back to Grimsby. Yeah. And... yeah, and I did. Do you know what I mean? And I did. And, and to, to be there on his wedding day and watch that promise be fulfilled was, was, a, was a massive moment in my life. It was kind of, it was akin to my kids being born. Do you know what I mean? So, Anna, it, was, it was an extremely special uh, and beautiful moment in my life that I'll never forget. And he looked great, you know what I mean? And she's amazing. She's a lovely, lovely girl. And, and it was, yeah, it was just a really special, special evening. When you were starting out, um, did you have anybody put their arm around you and encourage you and sort of take yeah. you under their wing, as it were, in a similar sort of a way? Did you have that figure in your life? Not in the respect of uh, another actor in that sense, but um, as, as a man was my, my dad, you know what I mean? My pops um, and my mum, both of them were extremely supportive for me. You know, they, in the early days, they'd take me to every man and they'd, when I got in the National Youth Music Theatre and stuff, they'd take me down to London and kind of like, you know, you're there certain footballers say about what their parents did for them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Taking them to games and all that kind of thing. It was very similar for me. Um, and the, the support, and my mum came down to London quite a few times with me back in the early days, you know what I mean? And all the other kids that were there and, um, traveling on the train and stuff like that, and just chatting with my ma and uh, seeing the excitement in there and the joy that she got from it, you know what I mean? And, and so I had that support network in the respects of because I think it was from about 12 or something. I just thought that's when you got the bug, was it? Yeah, yeah. a little bit before, but when I, I think when I was about 12 or something like that, what happened was I did a play in school, um, and an amazing actor going back to that kind of same similar kind of thing an amazing amazing actor called Drew Schofield who was uh, no relation to Philip 
No, no relation to <laughs> Philip at all. But he used to live across the road from my nana's house. Uh, and he was in a, a thing called Scully back in the day. Um, and he was also in Sid and Nancy. He played Johnny Rotten. And, oh, okay. Right. And he, he was a fantastic actor, do you know what I mean? I'd seen him on stage at the Everyman and things like that. Um, and he came to watch a school play that we did. His nephew was in a school play and he came to watch it. And at the end of it, he came over to me, Mar and Dan. He said, um, he said, your Stephen's got a bit of talent. And my mum went, oh, thanks. And he was like, no, I'm serious. You know what I mean? He's, he's really good. Yeah, he wasn't obviously just in the conversation and he was being polite. He'd gone no, no, he was. Well, he went. Yeah, yeah, and he knew me, Mar and Dad. You know what I mean? It's a small little community, Kirby, especially back in the day. Um, so everybody kind of knew everyone. Do you know what I mean? And we all knew he was he was an actor, and it it was really weird because it, it felt as if it was attainable because he lived across the road. Do you know what I mean? He was in the vicinity yeah, of where that. I was from. Plus, uh, he spoke in Scully specifically in a Scouse accent. So, and I know back in the day, you know, Brookside was on and things like that and Boys from the Black stuff and all them great, great, great pieces. Um, but he spoke in the same accent as me. He sounded very similar to me. And he lived across the road from me, from me nanny, where I, I spent a load of times, you know what I mean? And we used to knock on his door and get autographs and that. Um, and he, he just said to my mum and dad that he thought I was really talented and, you know, I should definitely pursue it, which... Which we did, and then I think I went to the Everyman Youth Theatre when I was about 13, and it kind of started from there. Was there any actors that you sort of would see on either stage or screen uh, that would inspire you and have a sort of a direct influence on perhaps <laughs> your approach to the craft, or um, did you have any heroes early on? Yeah, early, like when I was in my late teens, it was Gary Oldman. Really? Yeah, all day long, Gary Oldman. Uh, so to fast track just super quick when you're then there on the set of Tinker Taylor and doing scenes yeah, with him mad, yeah. is that still in the back of your head like this is the guy that yeah yeah it was completely me on it really was um, yeah and I was dead nervous about meeting him and all that on the day do you know what I mean on the morning uh, and I was just outside me me Taylor waiting to go into makeup um, and then he just he came over and he, he just said hello I'm Gary and I was like <laughs> and then he, he gave he said a lovely thing about this is England and about my performance in this is England, which just immediately because you, you still have the moments where you go, what 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 do you mean you you've seen what I do? Do you know what I mean? You you I don't know in in your head sometimes you just don't think that that although it's weird it is weird when someone like that who you really respect and admire, do you know what I mean? massively says that they've seen your work and they really enjoyed your performance and stuff like that it's a bit weird it's a bit like oh, you know, do you know what i mean you don't you don't expect them to watch things yeah it's that double tier weirdness isn't yeah. it it's one what gary oldman still watches films yeah and then the other one is what he's seen my he's and then the third level is, and he and rates he, it and yeah and he thought it was good and he said i was i was very good <laughs> and it's all a little bit weird but he, that that kind of situation then he just immediately put me at ease you know what I mean yeah and and, and he was wonderful he was such a such a, a consummate professional but also what a lovely man do you know what I mean he seems to have really I guess evolved into this almost like elderly statesman type role because I yeah. guess in the 90s when you would have been watching him yeah he was out there wasn't he yeah I guess because he was still drinking at that time and his performance has had a certain 
nervous, chaotic energy. And his roles were they? fantastic. Do you know what I mean? His roles were amazing. Yeah. He he did so many amazing roles back then as well. Do you know what I mean? And that kind of part of his career. But like you say, as he's as he's matured and he's progressed, his his performance is still as enigmatic and as wonderful yeah. as they were back then. Would it be safe to say that Snatch was like the kind of the breakthrough, the breakout? Or was it not quite as singular yeah. as that? Yeah, I'd say it was. Okay, no worries. Should we break it there? Yeah, should yeah, we pause yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, because that's a nice little... Will we be able to pick it up from Yeah, there? of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Something about that. Yeah. Oh, oh, is she just yeah, she's... politely waiting? Oh, we can't have no, that. No, no, that's all right. I think she's just, just going to drop the dogs off and then we can... We'll be sweet. Yeah, no Anna, worries. Hannah does volunteer and she, um, she goes out with people who are saying a Leo. Oh, wow. And stuff and spends a bit of time. And still just takes them out for the day and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. That's lovely. into the work groove you know what it's like after oh, the, I know, the I extended know. break and relaxation it's of a very extended break yeah it's not i guess you with a lot of musicians it's the same thing it's when you're home you're fully home <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and it's when a you're big away, chunk and it's on. round the clock and then yeah once you're away it's yeah. right i'm off to the bookies now nice. you having a flutter having a flutter <laughs> I volunteer for Loros and he's my Loros. Like, pay one of the patients from Loros, so he likes to go and have a bit on the old GGs. Why not? I'm eh? not bothered because I look too well. <laughs> right, I'll see you later, boys. Yeah, see you later. Thank, Thank you very much. <laughs> What's that breed? Uh, they're Labradoodles. Right. They're lovely. They're just so yeah. friendly. Gorgeous temperaments. You know what I mean? They are the two of them. He's the barker. The <laughs> uh, well, they brother and sister, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love yeah. it. Uh, so I guess we should talk about Snatch to start off, and then we yeah. can kind of go from there. Obviously, I'm not just going to go through in a chronological no, brick by brick part, but I think Snatch was definitely my introduction to you. Um, and I guess it would be safe to say quite a lot of people would have probably discovered you through Tommy. Do you reckon in that? Yeah, yeah, completely. Um, that was the first big thing I did, you know what I mean? Uh, and that was so much fun to do. What a kind of great first job. I'd done loads of little bits and bobs, you know what I mean? Loads the, of television. Yeah. I saw loads and loads. Yeah, like and the kind of all those and, key shows. and Yeah, yeah all yeah. them little shows where you kind of, Cut your get, teeth, right? Yeah, cut your teeth and get to learn your craft, you know what I mean, in many respects. Kind of like serving an apprenticeship, I suppose. Did you train at all in like a kind of a an educational capacity? Or yes, did you learn I did. On the job, um, as it were? I know, I did. I went, for the, I went to the Everyman Youth Theatre from like 13 to 19, I think. Um, and I did, I spent a bit of time with the National Youth Music Theatre. 
which was great fun. Um, and I did a BTEC when I left school. I went and did a BTEC in performing arts, which... Um, Had you sort of already learned what they were going to teach you on that with the theatre stuff that you'd done? Kind of, yeah. But it was just that kind of, for me as well, it was it was still that educational sense and learning to, you know, understand text and things like that and everything and, and take your script apart and things like that. Um, and also it was, I was, what, I was 17, so just left school and I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And it was a BTEC National Diploma course just up the road from me. Uh, in Roby, which is literally 20 minutes away on a bus. So that seemed like the right thing for me to do. Do you know what I mean? I went and I liked it. I liked the facilities and we did little performances and, you know, you got to learn about the lights. And, oh, uh, so you got the full 360 degree. Yeah, we had to do dance and everything, do you know what I mean? Which was great. <laughs> I think Shane and Paddy did a, a B-Tech course. Right, well. right. Yeah, a performing arts course. So I did that and then after that I went to Rose Bruford um, which was in London. I got accepted for quite a few other drama schools, but that was the one that I really wanted to go to at the time because um, I did Tim Roth went there. Another one, right? Yeah. Of yeah. that same era. Yeah, yeah, of that same ilk as Gary Oldman. Incredible. Completely. Yeah, and he was also a marvellous actor, you know what I mean? That and I, did just, you almost see Combo as a sort of continuation of that Made in Britain kind of iconic? Um, I, I, not consciously I didn't consciously want to do that um, but for me I, at the time I watched not to base my performance on but I watched a couple of those things you know I watched Made in Britain because I, I loved that anyway but I, wa- I watched that again before we started and I also watched um, Greenwich Meantime where Gary Oldman and Tim Roth are in that one together I kind of watched that for the period do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean for that kind of just context yeah yeah and just the vocabulary and the way they spoke and the kind of the persona that they brought to that era because that was relevant of that time do you know what I mean so I kind of watched it for that purposefully not to nick anything although of course you know you're inspired by things like that naturally hopefully they're the kind of things that really you know excite you I guess if you line yourself up next to stuff like that as well it sets your sights higher because you know you've got big shoes to fill right if you're yeah but you don't really i don't really think of that you know what no. i mean personally i i don't really think of that. i just think about trying to, to get the best performance out of the to, text out of, yeah hand. out of what we're creating you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. especially with this is england because the the way this is england is was shot um and the way we did it it was majority of it was improvised you know what i mean it was just... the boys were telling me that so does shane essentially just write a script to get it greenlit and approved um it, and then it's almost like well that's there if we need it n- no no not necessarily i mean there's certain elements of it that are scripted you know what i mean and ideas but also he'll have like a kind of journey of a possibilities of outcomes within a scene do you know what i mean not nothing set in stone until we play with it and create it in that room which is the genius of shane yeah um, and also you know nobody else works like that is you know that I mean? really unique and rare is it yeah, completely yeah and it's the unpredictability of it you know what i mean you never know what's going to happen we don't even know what's going to happen when we go there um and then on top of that that can lead to what what will happen in the afternoon because there's many a time where we did a scene or we did something together and something would come from the conversation or from the scene itself that wasn't there at all and then Shane would go right which would be a nightmare for 
for crew, bless them, and <laughs> set yeah, designers. Yeah, yeah. But you kind of have to have every single set that you're working on hot. Do you know what I mean? It has to be ready to go because we could, yeah, we might be doing, me and you might be in a scene together and we're supposed to be doing a lorry drive this afternoon, but we've just done a scene there with someone else and something's come up. So now we're going to your nana's. Do you know what I mean? Because we want to pursue that and see what Proper that was all about. Filmmaking. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's so exciting. Um, Andy was saying there was a scene one day where a bunch of the guys run out of a house and Shane had told him on his own, like away from everyone else, to go the other way. So that when it came to the run, everybody goes one way and Andy goes the other. And then he's like, oh, and then he reacts as Gadget in the role and like runs back. And he's yeah. like, obviously that was part of him just, you know, manipulating that scene in that yes. way to just yeah, to, to bring play to that little, character. Yeah, and, and them little tiny bits of magic, do you know what yeah. I mean? So that was it, basically. Um, and then when I went to drama school, I learned quite a bit there, but it's stuff that I'd already kind of learned along the way, do you know what I mean? Oh, I read read some outstanding books, and anyone that wants to get into acting, uh, you know, I'd, I'd definitely recommend one book, which is Respect for Acting by Uta Hagen. That was a that was a great book for me for that kind of intellectualization of it and understanding it in a different way. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, and then with Snatch, that kind of opened up a few more doors. I think. What was it like working with Brad Pitt, who just took the fucking ball by the horn with that character, didn't he? Yeah. I love seeing him in, like, more supporting roles, like when he's in True Romance as Floyd, the weed smoker. Like, when he's not the main guy, when he's just almost like a kind of cameo, he somehow seems to go even deeper into the role with those. I suppose in many respects for that, there's kind of, there's no pressure there, isn't there? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. and it was a lot of fun. And again, you know, he's an iconic movie star, do you know what I mean? But also, what a wonderful man. I learnt a lot from him, uh, a hell of a lot. And, we, you know, I got on really well with him while I was working with him. We had some really nice bits and bobs. And it was just, I, I suppose, it, you know, and for me personally, even today, I try to learn something every single day, do you know what I mean? Especially on a set. You're constantly learning. You, 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 and I think the day that, you kind of stop that all that excitement goes uh, maybe that's time to call it quits but I, I can't see that changing for me I just I, I look, I'm very 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 blessed and extremely lucky to to do something that I love do you know what I mean it's yeah at the end of the day it's a job I get that but it's more like a vocation do you know what I mean I really I love what I do there's so many iconic quotable lines from that film and I love it where you're like yeah I like Dags <laughs> yeah yeah, and, I, and it was just a, you know Guy was fantastic to work with Guy was an absolute joy to work with uh, he really had a great environment on the set and it was very fun nothing was taken too serious you know what I mean and, and it was just that you felt like you were a part of something that was possibly going to be really good you know what I mean it was just so much fun to do you thought I'm, I'm really enjoying this surely you, you you can't you don't I try not to think about it but when you're in things like that you just think surely this is gonna be alright because we're having such a laugh then you incredible cast yeah an amazing and, cast yeah. such an eclectic cast as well do you know what I mean Lenny James and Dennis Farina and it was a fantastic even Benicio Benicio like, Del Toro yeah who was superb do you know what I mean uh, Alan Frankie Ford Fourfingers yeah Bricktop <laughs> yeah Vinnie Jones is why does Bricktop have it in for the uh, Tommy character so much do you think I don't know <laughs> I think he just wound him up didn't he <laughs> I think it was just one of them you know put a leash on it are they it's, Lancashire pigs like, who's fucking Lan- talking to you boy who's talking to you boy <laughs> yeah. I don't know it's just that I think we kind of 
Uh, <laughs> the guy really played on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was kind of funny. That, that, I suppose <laughs> that young kid who's a bit out of his depth trying to like get involved and slap, like, shut up. Yeah, yeah, Do yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> which was good. Um, and there was that one little moment that I kind of had because it was so much fun and it was it was really you know and it was. It wasn't violent. I didn't personally see it as violent. It was just, it was comedically brutal in many ways. Do you know what I mean? But it was brutal as well. It was the, it was the reality of that brutality. Um, and for me, I, there was one little moment where, you know, he gets knocked out and then the gypsies are about to kick off. And it's that, and I, and I thought, right, okay, um, maybe that's a, a little cat. Um, and I thought, you know, maybe this is an opportunity, not an opportunity, but to be truthful to the character. You know, like you've said, he's popping up going, oh, what are these Lancashire pigs? And he's very naive and gullible and, you know what I mean? He's, 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 that world's not a bit of him at all. He's not a part of that world. I know exactly the scene you mean when Golden Brown comes in and yeah. it's Tommy the tit should be praying. And if yeah. He yeah. And for me, I just thought, right, I'm going to go for this. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to show the brutality of violence in that respect. I, you know, I'm not saying I came from a violent background or nothing like that. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I'd seen violence and I'd, I'd been around, you know, certain things that had happened and stuff like that. So it was kind of using that, that memory recall of stuff that I've seen and, and how horrific it can be, how it can change lives dramatically, do you know what I mean? Um, and I just really went for it in that one little bit that I had to do. And it was right at the end of the day and he just came over to me going, right, come on, you got one take. And I was like, oh, okay. It was like 10 minutes to go or something. I just went <laughs> off. I just went, went and found a little space on my own, got into me little zone and thingy. And I suppose that's where all that stuff of being at the youth theatre um, and learning techniques for me, myself personally, to have my little bag of tools that I could dip into. And then I just went back into that position then got in there and they were great shouting around me and all that and all that kind of you know that that, that atmosphere and then I just went for that scene in that little bit and I remember it well and I actually remember the look in your face and your eyes very well because it is one of those more as you say unsettling yeah and and perhaps dark and troubling moments because there's the other one is obviously where Mickey's mum's caravan gets burnt down with her course, in it, and you yeah. see Brad doing that but they're those two scenes aren't they that I think stand out as being out of step with the perhaps tone of a lot of the rest Completely. of the film, but yeah. that's the brilliance of people like Guy and Tarantino. Obviously, very much that same school of style, yeah. isn't it? But yeah. you can flip from comedic to quite unsettling at the but flip of a coin, and then oh, this is you know yeah. you you get into it, you try and be, you you try and believe everything that's being done as a as a as an actor, and it's like oh this hang on this is a bit really it isn't it this yeah. is kind of brutal yeah so that was a lot of fun. How did you uh, find yourself in Gangs of New York? Um, it, it was... I auditioned. Um, That's 2002, is that? That came I out? I think so, yeah. 2000s. So, and this is yeah. obviously all before This Is England still. Yes, yes. So I'd done Snatch, um, and I was doing Band of Brothers. Oh, right. I had yeah, a nice, yeah, yeah. Little, nice little role in that, and I was doing that, and I think I'd just finished that. Um, and then I went for an audition for, they were like, oh, you know, would you like to audition for this Martin Scorsese film? It's set in the 1800s, and it's, you know, to play like an Irish kind of little street urchin. That's going to keep me. Is it? Can you hear it on there? You can a little bit, yeah, yeah. What is it? 
It's the washing it's machine. The washing machine. <laughs> just say, it's, it's just saying it's finished. It's ready. Yeah. <laughs> What's your cat called, Steve? <laughs> Ziggy. Ziggy, love it. <laughs> right, sorry, man. He stops, lad. No, no worries. It's all good. It's loose. It's fine by me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the audition for Gangs in New York comes about. Yeah. Um, is and it I, through phone call back then? We still yeah, it was the a days yeah, of... it was a phone call. It was a phone call from the agent saying going to London. Uh, it was one of them literally going to London somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Didn't it? So I was I was buzzing. I went in, read it. Uh, that's where I met Ellen Lewis, who's Marty's casting director. I went in and I read it, and she liked what I did. And then we did it again, and we were just having a bit of a laugh. She asked where I was from, where my accent was from, and I, she'd obviously never heard the Scouser before. Yeah, yeah. Um, She's I, like, yeah, I think I know it. Yeah. Where are you from? Oh, is <laughs> that near London? Like the Beatles? <laughs> oh, my God. So, um, yeah, and then that was it, and then didn't hear nothing for ages. Is that often the way it goes? It did back then, yeah. It right. was, And especially, you know, with something like that, I think they were seeing every single actor in or around my age at that time, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is understandable. Because um, it was a Martin Scorsese film, so everyone's going to want to have a go at it. Um, and then I had to go for this bag of shite because I hadn't had no work for a bit. And it, I had to go and have an audition. And this was about four weeks later, maybe. I had to go for an audition for this absolute bag of shite. I'm not going to say what it was, but it was disgusting. <laughs> it was terrible. Um, and I was like, oh, we're in London getting ready to... This is, a, you know, this is the life of an actor, especially in them, in them days. In Crippling uncertainty around every corner. Yeah, of course, completely. And, you know, going to do things, thinking, oh, this is terrible. I don't really want to... Oh, God, I suppose I've got to go. Because you need to eat. Do you know what I mean? You've got to pay your rent and all that. Um, and I was just in a little cafe having a cup of coffee. And then the phone went, it was my agent. She said, um, Jane said, that audition for Scorsese. I went, yeah, yeah. She went, well, um, you've got to go to Rome next week. And I was like, what? And she went, you've got it. I went, and I was buzzing. I was absolutely buzzing. And the first thing I said to her was, does that mean I don't have to go for this audition? <laughs> and she went, no, you don't have to go for that. Um, yeah, I was, yeah, I was buzzing. And then is the, that where gangs were shot? Then a lot of it was Rome. We did the whole lot in Rome, really. But while I was in that, I'd love, to, I'd love to, you know, if they ever, if they ever remember it, I'd always remember it. While I was in that little cafe, there was a, a man and a wife and their daughter sat around next to me, naked, and me going, "Oh, that's great!" Da, 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 da. And they went, "What is it?" And I went, "Oh, I'm an actor. Um, I've just got a part in a film with Martin Scorsese." And they were made up. Do you know what I mean? So I got to share that little buzz with someone. Um, yeah, and then that, that was there's it. nothing worse than that, right? When you get a bit of news like that and you look around and you're on your own and you're like, oh. Well, that also <laughs> happened a lot, you know what I mean? Back in the day, a lot of actors will empathise with yeah, that yeah. completely. You get that no, that news for some kind of way like that and you just go, oh, well, you don't know what to do with yourself. I'm a DJ, so a lot of my professional career is spent, you know, travelling alone and playing alone. And yeah. yeah, there's a lot of those moments yeah. where you look around to share the moment with someone and then you're like, oh. Oh, okay. Oh, well. Yeah, I'll wait to see <laughs> Still someone. pretty good, though. Yeah, I'll wait to see someone until I tell them. 
<laughs> and so the whole thing was shot in Rome. I never knew that. Yeah, we shot it at uh, Chinachita Studios. I think that's closed down now. That was where they did like Ben Hare and Fellini did a lot of films there. And it was right, an amazing right. experience. We were there for about seven months, I think. I mean, Rome is an amazing city anyway. Yeah. Just the history there. And I remember when that movie came out, I'd grown up watching Leo in like, what's it in Gilbert Grape. There yeah. we go. Basketball Diaries. Yeah. Uh, even like The Beach and Romeo and Juliet yes. and uh, Titanic, even though he's kind of, I guess, the poster boy, he was always incredible. Yeah. Like always an amazing actor. Yeah. And I remember that was for me, I guess, the moment that the boy became the man. Exactly. Yeah. And that was the That's role. where he kind of came into his own. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That, like you've said, that transgression of being a young, even like basketball diaries, I think it was teens, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, late teens and phenomenal performances in Gilbert Grape and stuff like that. But I think that was the one where, like you said, that he transcended and he was like, boss, look, this is me. Here's what I can do. And to stand there and hold his own against Daniel Day Lewis and. Do you know what I mean? Especially that. in that role. In that role, like, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and he, 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 even his shape had changed a lot, do you know what I mean, in that? It's he, the way he walks, yeah. like hunched over, isn't it, when he yeah. comes out for that opening fight scene and he's got that amazing long, tall top hat, which yeah. just accentuates his freakishness even yeah. more. Yeah, it was brilliant. Did he actually wear a glass eye as well? Because when he does um, that tink-tink with the knife to the eye, it not all the time, no, like, not all the time. No, not all the time. <laughs> But that was amazing. That was a hell of an experience. Do you know what I mean? To spend a lot of time with people like that. Yeah. Like Jim Broadbent and Eddie Again, Marsden. that cast. Yeah, it was a phenomenal cast. So it's seven months, you said? Yeah, I think yeah. it was about seven months in total. Yeah. Um, and who was the, the female lead? Cameron Diaz. Because she's kind of really the only female character, isn't she? In so there, she's, yeah. she's just out there with all yeah. you lads for seven months, like going mad. <laughs> yeah, 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 she was. I was, yeah, I, me and Hannah moved out there because we, we had a little flat in Beckenham. Um, and because it was going to be, I was, I think originally I was only supposed to be there for about four months and then it got extended. Um, so instead of me having to go on my jack and air being stuck, not stuck, but here, you know, being in London. We both decided to go out there together. So we, we lived there basically for seven months. It was amazing. That must be one of the great joys of the job. Yeah, Weren't you saying a similar like thing with that. pirates as well? You yeah, we all, we had me, me and the kids, we rented, we had a nice little house out there and, and then in Australia and, you know, things like that are, are lovely because you get to share it with family and friends as well. Do you know what I mean? We had loads of visitors in Rome and we had some family and friends come out to see us in, in Australia. Uh, and also in a way where they filmed, I think it was Pirates 4. So them kind of things, them, they're amazing. Do you know what I mean? Them things are unbelievable. Yeah, it's the experience of the gig is the one thing which is magical. Mm. And then you have the experience around the gig. Yeah. Which is almost like a paid for holiday. Yes, yes. It's basically. amazing, isn't it? Although I'm working my ass off. Like, yeah, they're yeah. having a they're great time. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah but I'm the one who's up a flying. <laughs> but then the quality of that is, you know, you, you get to have time off and, and you're with your family because there's nothing worse than being away. Yeah, it's that kind of solitary. Uh, like I said before, you know, it's a very nomadic existence, but in the same respect as that kind of time when you're away. And you're on your jack and you spend a lot of time, you know, which, which when you're busy is great because, you you know, you have to get ready for the next day. So you, you constantly, you never get a chance to switch off. But then that's why when you've got your family around you, it's great because you have that essence of normality you know, yeah. and coming home and 
So you don't end up just, like Martin Sheen in Apocalypse Now. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the apartment yeah, with the yeah, fan very, going round. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, yeah, that's happened to quite a few people there. Did yeah. you have many fun nights out with uh, with Leo on that set then? Yeah, loads. Yeah? Loads, yeah. We had loads, yeah. Yeah, lots. Any stories you can share? Mm, <laughs> not really. No. no just got to ask. He's a wonderful, he's a wonderful, wonderful man. Do you know what I mean? He's a, he's a very dear friend. Uh, I've known him since then. We've kept in touch and we, we, we see each other. He seems like, obviously I don't know him from Adam, but he seems like the real deal. Yeah. As a human. Yeah, he is completely. Really is very genuine. And I heard on the Pit podcast you did that at the end of that experience, you kind of went up to Marty and you were like, any chance of a Well, I said, I, all I said to him was, look, that was amazing. That I thank you so much. Do you know what I mean? It was an honor. Uh, and, he, and he said to me, he went, we'll do it again. And I was like, no, don't say that. Don't say that and don't do it. Yeah. He was like, no, I promise you, yeah, we'll do it again. I was like, okay, all right, I'll hold you to that. And we can talk about something in a bit, maybe not too in depth, but um, he did. But Broadwalk was that the first yes. time? Yes, yeah. Then it, yeah, then that the came about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, was that kind of through through him and through working with him? Just on completely games, yeah. nothing else but yeah. him. Do you know what I mean? Nothing else but him. Uh, and that was kind of. I mean, I know I've said this before, and people who've heard it before might might be a bit bored of it. But after this is England, I couldn't get no work. I just couldn't get a job. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I don't know what it was. It maybe some people thought that I was really like that character, or you know what I mean. They'd forgotten that I'd done some work before and things. And Shane has a habit of using non-actors and you know, or people who haven't acted much before and giving them an opportunity, which to Shane's uh, because of how he works, that's that's fantastic, and it gives them the opportunity. Do you know what I mean? So I I don't know I, and I just could not I couldn't get arrested, literally couldn't get arrested and I'd felt like I just that performance done the is best so thing I've ever done. amazing as well like yeah thank you <laughs> I, well I just felt like I'd you know I'd literally given up about seventy five pints of blood for that yeah 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 I'd gone here look here's a bit of me and here's you know I've managed to do in that respect you know really really create a, a, a character um and it just it just wasn't happening. It was just one of them things. It just wasn't happening for a long time. And then I, I nearly became a youth worker. Did that hit you hard in a mental way? Did you get depressed? Did you get down? Did you feel self-doubt? Or um, was it more just annoying and it was kind of, a little bit worrying financially? Well, yeah, very worrying financially, yeah. do you know what I mean? Um, and kind of, if I'm really honest, luckily what kind of pulled me through was the fact that we had Grace and Alfie as well do you know kids. What I mean? yeah my yeah. two kids um and obviously hannah and and grace and alfie were the, were the people that really kind of got me through that bit and close friends very close friends and family who told me to just hang in there do you know what i mean just 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 keep just keep the faith because it will happen something will come from it do you know what i mean or you, you the next job will come kind of thing but yeah, there was moments when I, I I was ready to pack it all in. I had to be talked out of just packing it in. I was actually very close to to getting an application form because there was a job available, and I'd been working in the local youth centre uh, with the kids and stuff like that, just making little films with them, um, and getting a you know it was voluntary at first, and then I was getting a little bit of money for helping out and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Which was kind of keeping me going. And Hannah was working as well; she was teaching at the time, so. 
I, I kind of, you know, it was me wrapped around the kids and, and being a stay-at-home dad at that point, you know what I mean? This was, was I think it was just Grace, actually. No, Alfie was, Alfie was about as well. Um, and there was that, that, that really serious contemplation of, nah, I'm, I'm maybe that I'm was all it was me. meant to be. And yeah, yeah, there was, there was, there was that moment, you yeah. know what I mean? And there was that kind of acceptance of that moment and thinking, oh, well, I've really enjoyed it. You know, it was a dream in the first place. So we've achieved quite a bit and we've had a lovely time. So maybe it's time to grow up and do something proper. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh, and and that, and that was it. I was ready to do that, but thankfully, like I said, close friends and family taught me out of it, and and I kept on going, and, and a couple of little things came up, and then, literally, as I, I think I'd just done a little tiny part in something, and then the phone went. Uh, Is there a separate phone? For these no, jobs. So it's, it's like not, the bat phone. No, it it's not fucking Batman. Bells and whistles and all kinds of. <laughs> no, it's just the phone in the house. Back then we had those phones. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? So the phone went and <laughs> and I picked it up and and yeah, it was uh, my manager in America, Ben, and he just said, um, "Will you be in, in the next twenty minutes?" Martin Scorsese wants to speak to you. I was like, "What?" He went, yeah, yeah, seriously. I was like, oh, well, no, okay. Of course I'm in, yeah. Uh, and then he phoned me up and we had a quick little chat, very quick little chat. And at the end of it, he just <laughs> went to him. Because it was kind of, he went, hey, how you doing? I was like, yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, okay, okay. You busy at the moment? You you working? I was like, no, 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 not working at the minute, Matt. No, 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 no. Okay, you been good? Is your wife good? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Um, now I've got this thing and, Ah, uh, it's called Boardwalk Empire, and uh, um, we go in uh, uh, about a month. Um, um, uh, but I don't want you to do any research. I just want you to think about it, um, and and I'd like you to play Al Capone. And I was like, okay. And he's like, okay, so I'll get them to talk to you, and we'll sort it all out, and I'll see you in about a month. I was like, okay, cheers, thanks, bye. And then I went, what was that? And I went, I don't know. I honestly don't know what just happened. So I think he's just asked me to play Al Capone. And she went, what? And I went, yeah, fucking think he's just asked me to play Al Capone in this thing called Boardwalk Empire or something. Uh, and that was it. That was how I came about. I love that show so much. It's it was great. A to great do. show. Again, yeah. like the lavish set design, the costume, yeah. the music. Um, and Steve Buscemi is one of my all-time favorite actors, and I love yeah. seeing him in lead roles. Yeah. Again, he's one of those people who's fantastic when he's like a little kind of supporting cameo type, but yeah. when he's like front and center, you really get to see his acting chops, don't you? Yeah. And Nucky Thompson's like such a great three-dimensional character. Isn't Hell he? of a role. Hell of a role. Yeah. And I love, who's the other great actor in that? The black guy who was in The Wire. He plays Chalky White. Uh, we, oh, you know the guy names, I mean. Yeah, his name's gone from my head now. Michael Williams. Michael K. Williams. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. How long were you on that? The shoot. It ran into. I mean, the first episode was was a feature film, basically. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it was ninety minutes, and I think it was. I think it was the most expensive pilot HBO I've ever done. Uh 
And at that time, and it looks at you, you know, you can see that money on the screen, can't you? Yeah, I think it was like 38 mil or something like that. <laughs> Fair. Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I hope this gets commissioned. <laughs> well, I think it was kind of, it's gone out, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Which was great <laughs> for us. Um, there was never any big, massive question of it. Not at that beginning stage. Um, and I think the pilot took about six weeks or something like that, maybe a bit longer. And then... The show, I think, itself ran for five five series. I think it was only five five series. Yeah. And are you then after that? Is it then Public Enemies, or is there a bit of a gap? I think I can't remember. I think I don't know the actual date of that. You know, because I, I think it might work out that. I'd kind of done that before, hadn't I? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I'm really <laughs> confused. I think, or maybe I, I got that and then I got that in between that. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. We're right. waiting to go again the next. So it's like a kind of a bus scenario where you're there waiting for ages for one and nothing comes. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then wallop, wallop, wallop. Yeah. I think that's how it worked anyway. I think so. I can't, I'll have to check them dates. Was like, it always the intention to do sure. television spin-offs of This Is England? Or was it just the actual no, no, not at all. No, success that was, of the film? That was never in any kind of dialogue or discussion back in the day when we were right. making the film. And if I'm really honest, I was extremely apprehensive uh, personally. Because the film was so... Because it was Great. such a standalone and, thing, yeah, 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 and, yeah. You know, it was you very dear to people's hearts. That legacy, perhaps. Completely, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was very dear to people's hearts, wasn't it? And people really, you know, um, had a soft spot for it. You know what I mean? Um, so when Shane, that was also it, before that kind of because that kind of thing now is commonplace, isn't it? The prequel, yes. the sequel, the spin-off. Yeah. Around the time of '86, that wasn't really that a reinvented done thing, the mold, was it? didn't it? That was it the, did that did it yeah. on its own, yeah. Because I don't think it ever really nothing that I'd watched. No, me neither. Before or came from something like that. Do you know what I mean? But when he said, "Look, we're thinking of doing this. We're going to do this," I was on uh, Boardwalk Empire at the time, and I was a little bit kind of, "Oh, I'm not sure about that." It's uh, are you sure? And he was like. Yeah, I think it'll really work. We, you know, we've we've got some great ideas, and then he obviously got the writer involved, um, and and they just came up with a great first kind of draft and story and plan for the first series. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then obviously because it's Shane, I said, yeah, of course, yeah, go on then, go on. But at first, I was extremely apprehensive. I thought, oh, maybe this might work. When you went in to film that final scene in the movie with, with Andrew Shim. Um, how do you prepare for a scene like that that's so heavy and so, uh, I guess, emotionally draining as you, well, right? Yeah, after, after you've done it, you're exhausted completely, do you know what I mean? Uh, but with respect to the preparation, you just kind of lock yourself. You kind of get right into it. And, you know, I'm, I'm all, once, once you say cut, that's it for me, that, throw it away, do you know what I mean? And personally that's just how I like to work, throw it away and just you know, let's have a let's talk, let's have a laugh, let's try and get rid of it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but but you you need a little bit of time to prepare to get into that kind of headspace and into that zone. And with that, I don't know if Tom all told you but because we all spend so much time together, um it's kind of 
it sounds cruel and it sounds horrible and technically it is but it looks amazing um we told tomo that i was really gonna beat him up do you know what i mean um when he was in that little kind of airing cupboard yeah so he so everything you see from him is him thinking that i'm actually beating him up and while he was in there the costume department and the makeup department's putting all the blood on and i'm hitting this leather sofa and he's and he's in that hole taking it all in and he's all in there and then what happened was then they sneaked out and we got right into it so i'm I'm kind of staying into it and doing it and stuff and then we put him in a position and put all the time that one camera's on him in there so then that camera comes in with him into the room and there's another camera in the room so his reaction when he sees it is true yep do you know what i mean uh and he really believes it and which then like i said before that kind of you know it's like working with someone who is who is as skilled and i've been lucky enough to see the likes of daniel day lewis do you know what i mean who who played that performance of bill and and being on a set with him obviously and watching how he worked and stuff like that and being a method actor to an extent to watch it be real as real because you can't get no realer than that reaction because that kid loved us both offset um very close with Jimmy and very close with me so for him to think I'd done that to him just blew his little mind you know what I mean and then and it, I told you it's fucking cruel. <laughs> so, it so you psychically, uh, sorry, you're you you're actually psychologically damaging his little head for that one little piece. Do you know what I mean? But then instantly it's like, no, 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 no. It's okay. Look, see, we're okay. But he hated me all day, all that day. He hated me. He wouldn't fucking look if at he me. Did that to just me, yeah, just yeah. wouldn't look at me. He was going, and then he'd go, and then Shane would say things like, "Look, if you get it right, if you get it done, we'll only have to do it once." And he'd look at me and he'd go, are you really going to do it? And I'd be like, yeah, sorry, it's got to be done. Do you know? So we played that the whole day, do you know what I mean? So when that happens, that's... If you notice, I think he even goes to throw a dig at me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he does go to throw a dig at me. Well, there's a couple of moments like that throughout the film when he does go for you and, you know, you're like, well, this one's got more spirit than all of you. Yes. And he's all in on it, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His fervour and his anger. Well, he would have hit me in the face if I didn't (laughs) stop him, do you know what I mean? (laughs) So that's what what I'm saying. That really puts you into the character. Yeah. Because in that situation, nine times out of ten, you know, and no disrespect, it's it's, it's, it's the way it is and it's for safety. It'd be like, right, well, I'm going to try and punch you and you're going to just moving so you choreograph it but when you got a little 14 year old kid who just wants to knock the shit out of you you've got to kind of handle it one is you for self-protection and self-preservation but essentially as the character and how the character would yeah you know what i mean which was which yeah which was which was kind of amazing what an incredible acting school for him as well of for him to come up and then for 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 us to go you know what i mean look it's all pretend. Look, didn't do it. Look, and he's like, "What? Well, that's not. Oh God!" But explain the process to him then. After that, you know yeah. what I mean. And later on, and then yeah, yeah, it was very cruel at the, at the time, but looks amazing. <laughs> it does. Looks it really amazing. does. Yeah. And I mean, that role is so incredible, mate. And did you relish the opportunity to come back and revisit it and somehow try and make him? a sympathetic character after everything that he'd done in the movie because the, yeah. he almost becomes an unlikely hero. And obviously I'm sure everybody listening to this has seen all the, the series, so spoiler alert, whatever. But 
the way that you meet your end at the end of 90, you almost feel sad and you don't want him to die because of everything that he's done since. Well, that was but then you go, of... oh, well, actually, that's why they always wanted to do that to him. And then you go back to there. And I love roles like that that take you on those journeys where you hate them and you despise them and then yeah. you sympathize for them and then they become almost like an anti-hero. And, and he's one of those great characters in that sense, isn't he? Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, that's, that's a lovely, beautiful observation of, of, of what we did as a collective, um, especially because that was the thing. Like I said, you know, I was kind of a bit apprehensive at first and it was Shane that said, no, you know, it's, it's, and then it, when he explained the idea and the journey that that character was going to take, it was amazing. Do you know what I mean? I went, oh, okay, because it was like, look, we're going to make a completely different person. We're going to make him completely different. Uh, he's been away. He's been away for a long time, so he hasn't been in that area. He's, he's been away, he's been with his demons, and he's completely changed. He's going to be a completely different person. Um, and and I, and I did, if I'm honest, I did one of the best. Like, this is, this is what I'm saying, uh, you know, and people say about drama school and stuff like that, and I get it, and, you know, and, and yeah, it's great if you can go, that's fine. Especially, it's more difficult now financially for for a majority Uh of people, do you know what I mean? Who are from working class backgrounds? It's just a fact. I'm not. I'm not trying to get political or not. And I'm just stating a fact. It's really difficult. Really difficult. Um, but Shane sent me an exercise, which I learned more about in the process of that one exercise than you could have ever learned at three years of drama school. When he sent you out in the hobo gear, sent, yeah, yeah, just sent me out, and we got you know just got me ready and sent me out took all the money off me and sent me out in the street uh, put them tattoos on my face and, and, and your hair was long right at the time because yep. you were doing broad walking yep hair was a bit longer and all scatty and I'd looked nothing like you know I, I wasn't recognisable and to be out there and to just immerse myself in that through Shane uh, and that's that's me having the trust in Shane yeah don't get me wrong I was shit myself at times do you know what I mean? Especially when I was underground in that little cafe and all that, and I was with homeless people. One, I was thinking, oh, what if these clock me and think I'm taking the piss? And two, I was genuinely scared for, you know, I was. I had to say, oh, I've just come out of neck and all that. I've been in Liverpool for a bit and I've been on, on the run and things. So that exercise and that process in itself was unbelievable. And then for me to get the tram bunk on the tram back to get back to the studio to, where we re, where we were all rehearsing was was I, I was re, it was I felt invisible on them streets you know what I mean I've never felt anything like that and that was the the main objective right that was, was the to main make objective. you understand what yeah. it's like to be a nobody to be no, no self worth yeah to to have no self worth for people to just walk past me and I'm st and you know even to to be looking at people because uh, uh, I then I just went all right I'm gonna go with the cop with the character. And to just be looking at people, but trying to look at people with kind of kindness in my eyes and, you know, trying to smile through my eyes at people. People would just take one glance at me and just put their head down, do you know what I mean? And a few people even walked across the, the other side of the street, do you know what I mean? So to have that experience was, was phenomenal. And then hopefully I managed to capture some of that and then the journey I went on with Shane for that my specific character. Because the other thing about it was to watch all the other characters have their opportunity, do you know what I mean? That were smaller roles in the film. Because to me, there's no small roles, there's only small actors. Stanislavski said that. Um, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, to watch those characters progress 
and be given an opportunity to show what they could do, if anything, makes it so much of an ensemble. Do you know what I mean? It, and every single actor in their role has their moment, don't they? Of course, everybody has that moment. That's moments. one of the reasons why the TV shows were such a success. Yeah, and then, I mean, look at the last series, Chanel, do you know what I mean? Chanel, who took that small character and yeah. that lovely little journey, she went on to be given that opportunity and she fucking destroyed it. Do you know what I mean? She, she, and Gadget. Well, and, the scene with the two of them in that field after she's been in the trailer with the blokes. It's amazing horrible. moment. But beautiful. Do you know what I mean? Because she's just been through all that. Yeah. And for everybody to be given that opportunity to have that chance, do you know what I mean? Which which was which was one of the main reasons as well why I, 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 I said I'd do it. It was just a joy. Do you know, an absolute joy. A joy to do. Talk me through real quickly working on that scene with Vicky where you come to the house and, you know, she's just killed her father. The character's just killed her father and you obviously come in and you go, right, I'm going to... I'm yeah, to, I'm going to save the situation and cover you up. Well, what happened was um, Johnny and Vicky had, had had been had done some stuff already together. I'd been away because I think I had to go back to New York to film Boardwalk Empire. So then I came back. Is your schedule at this point just nuts as well? It's nuts, but it was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It was like You'd gone from one extreme I, to the other. Like. Yeah, yeah, but 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 with that same amount of creativity and that same drive on yeah. set, do you know what I mean? And and that's it. That's why the only difference between them certain things is budget, you know what I mean? But still, each each person from the, the painter to the, 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 the sound... The costume, they all put a million percent into it because they, they passionate, passionately believe in the project. Um, and that he, he showed me what had happened. He showed me the scene where he rapes her. Do you know what I mean? He showed me. Which is one of the most harrowing and horrendous and difficult scenes in television history, I think, to watch. Yeah. It's really bleak, isn't it? Yeah. Where he rapes young, what's her name? Yep. Yeah. Kelly, is it? Yeah, Kelly, yeah. that's right. Yeah, where he, he showed me that. Oh, no, me what that. is it? Is it not Kelly? Yeah, it is Kelly. It is Kelly, yeah. yeah. He, he showed me that. Um, and I was like, he went, so, okay. And then, as the character then, do you know what I mean? I wanted to kill him. But then he'd also, we'd created it and we'd, we'd said, because we'd spent a lot of time in that rehearsal process that she told me about all this stuff, do you know what I mean? When so so then to try and add something not add something, but you know, to, to make their relationship back in the day slightly beautiful, she told him that she'd told nobody else, do you know what I mean? Because she because he was the only one that had known. And yet he was a bit older and it might have been a little bit wrong at the time, do you know what I mean? But but that's why he was so in awe with her, do you know what I mean? And felt so close to her and so connected to her because she'd, she'd shared stuff with him that she'd never told anyone. And for the first time in his life, he'd never told a soul what she'd told him. He just hadn't done that. So it showed the beauties and the qualities that he did have, do you know what I mean? Absolutely, and it gives him the hope him in himself of redemption, right? And of course, yeah. So we managed to pull him out. And it was basically... They did it. They shot their stuff in that room and I'm round a corner and then... Shane just goes, right, time to go. So then I go and I knock on the door. So it was, that's how it was done. That's how it was wow. done, yeah. The same kind of thing. Go in there and, okay, shit, what do we do? Do you know what I mean? And what's happened? And 
Did you so not have it. any idea what you were going to be walking not into? Not at all. No, no, not at all. It's just live, live hold here and then. Do you know what I mean? That's what it is. Because it's when you're getting his fingers and pressing the prints, and it was that just made up by you in the spot? Yeah, yeah, because. Uh, yeah, because I didn't want her to get the blame, do you know what I mean? So it was kind of, and then you're rationally thinking as the character, okay, well, so how do we, how do we make this look like it's me then? Yeah. So, and smacking him with me set, I'm, I think I bit his ear as well yeah, or yeah. something like that, do you know what I mean? I didn't bite, I, well, I did a little, <laughs> a little bit, a little nibble. A little bit. <laughs> After that, I went, Johnny, I'm so sorry, man. No, it's all right, fucking real, look, my, my ear, like, oh, yeah. And Johnny was magnificent, do you know what I mean? Yeah. He was amazing as that character. Uh, and just just the whole the whole ambience that that Shane creates on set is fantastic. And when it came to you dying, spoiler alert, when the guys take you off in the van, yeah, was that a a difficult scene for you to shoot? Because it was was it like saying goodbye to a part of your life? Did no, you not at, at all. Like no, 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 no. It was it was more being true to what was going on. Do you know what I mean? And uh, and like I said earlier on, with that little bit in snatch, that bringing the truth out of it. Do you know what I mean? And and the the fact that yeah, this man and what and what we what we try and what we found throughout that process and through creating that storyline and that lovely storyline that had been written, um, was the man had completely redeemed himself. He turned his life he around completely. That process, yeah. But sometimes it doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? Karma is what karma is, or however you want to look at it. Even though you've changed, the people around you sometimes haven't. And sometimes if you do a wrong, it can be so bad at the time that it will come and haunt you at some point. And that character knew that. Yeah, so he, he always had like that, that in his life. So do you know what I mean? It's that kind of acceptance. Fair. And it's like, oh, God, okay, this is... But then still, it's that kind of... Because it reminded me of... Is it Angels with Dirty Faces? That lovely... And I, and, and see, this is, this is not me consciously wanting to do that at the time but now uh, talking to you about it and expressing it and seeing it pop into my head and go oh shit okay so that's see there's that lovely bit i think i think it changes up with dirty faces with james cagney where the priest says to him do you know what i mean look you walk down that block and you 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 scream for your life to let all these other men in here know that that, that that's not right do you know what i mean and he's like and i know you're a proud man and all that but he but he basically says to him you know let them see your fear. Um, and he's, he's holding it back. And, he's, and it, it had a massive impact on me as a kid, that moment. I watched it with my nanny. Now I can see it clearly, do you know what I mean? I think it's Angels with Those scenes that stay with you forever. Yeah. yeah, and that moment. And then while I was in that moment myself of this man going, okay, sound. Then it was like, no, he's going to die now, but he's got so much to live for at the minute. Do you know what I mean? He's got loads to live for. He's got a lot to live for. So it was that kind of, breaking out and again you know he he cut it out or I think he changed the sound sometimes in them circumstances you can't help but use your own truth and reality so I think I shouted Grace and Alfie's name out in that situation do you know what I mean these are little things little tricks that you kind of do and I think he managed to cut that out but it's but it's that desperation of oh, no hang on I don't, I don't, I don't want to die I don't want to die shit no I don't I, I, I'm trying to hold on do you know what I mean but it's completely out of your control. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. 
Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Like the history of Stephen Graham death scenes. My, oh, my, my favorite one, just to lighten the mood a bit, is the film The Season of the Witch, uh, where you get mauled apart by werewolves. Oh, yeah. That's one yeah. hell of a death scene. Yeah. Yeah, I've sat quite a few times. I got trampled on and smashed with rifles in gangs in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got by shot. about 50 coppers, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, just smacking my head and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I got shot brilliantly in... Christian um, Bale, taken yeah, out, yeah. With about 21... 20, Tommy gun still going off as you're them dying, squibs isn't it? didn't half hurt, you know. They caught <laughs> really? me in the face. I think I had something like 22 squibs on me. I was like a little thing like that rolled out. And they just went pop, 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 pop. Yeah, I've had some fun deaths, some really fun deaths. Are they fun to film, or are they kind yeah. of a little bit physically punishing? Well, they, they can be hard graft, yeah. like, yeah, but there's so much fun to do. And how did how did that wolf scene get shot? How did you go about shooting a death scene like that? There was a couple of wolves <laughs> about, and, then, and I was like, I'm not lying down here. And he went, like, no, don't worry, we'll see them, and then we'll CGI the rest of it. And I was like, yeah, thanks for that. Do you know what I mean? But but I did see them all on the day and that, and they'd come up in certain moments, and then put in the rest of it. I think they attacked the dummy on the floor. Right, right, right. Yeah. And Nicolas Cage, how's it working with him? Because he is just one of those larger-than-life characters. He was sound. Like, he was, yeah, he was good great. Bloke. Yeah, and, he was really nice. It's Ron Perlman Ron as well, Ron Perlman was lovely. Yeah, got on really well with him. Yeah, they, yeah, they were great. They were, they were, you know, they were top fellas. And were you just basically out in the woods with him for a few days, just kind of... Well, we, yeah, we no, we filmed little bits in the mountains, but it was all in Budapest. Uh, and... Quite a bit of it was in the studio as well, but we were we did quite a bit up in the mountains, which was good fun. Nice. Uh, and yeah, Public Enemies, I want to touch on real quick, um, working with Johnny Depp. He's someone who doesn't do many gangster roles, yeah. but in Donnie Brasco, Black Mass and that, he's so good. Yeah. Um, and I heard the excellent story on Pip's podcast about how you did the audition tape. I wonder if you wouldn't mind just recounting oh, that just, real quick. Yeah, it was just... Um, <laughs> We yeah, uh, they asked me to put myself on tape, so me and Hannah, Hannah helped me out and she recorded it, and and obviously you know, uh, I didn't have a gun lying around the house, and and I and Alfie was at that age as well. I didn't I didn't want him to have guns when he was a kid. You know what I mean? I just it's personally it's just not for me. Um, 
So I used his golf club, his little plastic golf club, um, and pretended to hold up a bank and be babyface Nelson. Fully in it, like. Yeah, fully yeah. in it, like. Proper, like. Da -da, get down, what about it? All that kind of stuff. Um, and then and then at the end of the tape, I just lifted up the golf club and went, thank you. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then when I got there, there alone, most of the actors had done like 25 recalls. And, you know, some of them, had, one of them had done 25 recalls. One of them had done like five, six. And they went to me, how many did you do? And I went, I just put myself on tape. Um, <laughs> and I felt really bad. And then when I met Michael Manny, came up to me and straight away, when I thought your tape was great. I was like, oh, thank you very much. Do you so, think that little bit of the human touch at I the end helped yeah. seal the deal? Yeah, I, I really do. I genuinely think that. Do you know what I mean? Here's me with a plastic golf club, <laughs> black and orange, yeah. in my hand and going, yeah, thanks for that. And me, normal voice then, as soon as I've done the take. Do you know what I mean? I think I think it must have helped him anyways. What a psychotic, um, brilliant character to get your teeth into as well. He's just one of those people, I guess, like the line is referred to the Joker in the Batman movies, but he's like one of those people who just wants to watch the world burn, like doesn't really care about anything. Yeah, really. I did. I, did a, I, read a, I read a couple of books on Babyface Nelson. He was a really interesting fella, do you know what I mean? What was his story? What was the kind of reason why he was the way he was, if you had to it was hazard a guess? The, the, the thing was as well, he loved his missus. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I kind of took a lot of that elements into the same, which I read when I when I did my research for Al Capone as well. He loved his wife and he loved his his boy, but this babyface Nelson, he loved his missus. And him and his missus used to rob banks together, do you know what I mean? And he, and he was from like a semi decent background as well as a kid. He just had that switch where he just fucking was loopy. <laughs> Proper loopy loopy, do you know what I mean? Which was great fun to play as an actor. I'll bet. Yeah, because you you've got you just got scale to do. Anything, do you know what I mean? And work at Bale and Depp drastically different in their approaches because you obviously have a couple of scenes with them individually. There's the fight scene where you die, and that's kind of when you're all together. But I guess you have got a good bit of one on one time with both of them. Um, for me personally, no, I I find them both really lovely. Um, kind of, I've really broke the ice with Christine. He was in, you know, we had like a big makeup truck and he was up the top there and I was down here. <clears throat> and I, I think I just, I was waiting to get my makeup done or something and I blew my nose in there. And I just, and I just threw this tissue and it just went right in the bin and it was a great shot. <laughs> and I couldn't help it and I just went, in one, bully special prize. And then I sat down and everyone, and then, was, and then, he, and then he, I just heard him laughing his head off. And I looked up and he went, you get nothing in this game for two in a bed. And I went, oh, no. He, and he said it right. He went, stay out of the black and into the red. You get nothing in this game for two in a bed. And I just went, whoa. And then I forgot. And I went, oh, because then I went, oh, oh, yeah, you're English, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. And then from that <laughs> moment, we kind of had a little relationship. Do you know what I mean? I thought he was a lovely lad. He was he was really nice. He was he, he was very accommodating. He was, he's, he's a, he, again, he's a consummate professional. But he was, he was just adorable to work with. And there was one bit where I'm running through the woods and all that and he's chasing me and everything and I've gone down this fucking big hill and it's about three in the morning I'm down this big hill and, and we used to do you know we used to have quite a laugh me and him and I'm walking up this hill again to get ready to do another take and I look and he's down and he goes oi and he's down on the floor and I look at him and he's on the grass and he goes all the undergrowth and the wubbery and the shrubbery down here and I was just laughing me head off we just it was kind of 
TV shows from when we were kids that we clicked with, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you would someone of a similar age. I guess he's one of those dudes who's probably misrepresented because of that whole thing where he has the go at the lighting guy, you yeah, know, that famous yeah. thing. We and people don't know go, fucking bad days, And it's you know like, I mean? you know, I think people can run away with stuff like that and go, oh, he's just this super serious, like... He's not... He's, he wasn't at all with me. He was... He was, he was, he was <laughs> like a boss a mate. Dude. He was a boss mate for that time and period yeah, yeah. I did that job. Do you know what I mean? We used to have a right laugh. He loves a joke. <laughs> he was really good fun. Can't have to a great joke as well. He, he was just lovely for me personally. And Johnny's adorable. Do you know what I mean? He's what, what a lovely man he was to work with. How many films have you done with him now? Three. Three. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. He's 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 a top man. He yeah. seems like he's. I did a podcast with the comedian Doug Stanhope. I don't know if you know. Yes. Him, yes. But he said yeah. him and Johnny are very good friends, and yeah. they just kind of get up to all sorts of mischief together. And yeah. He's one of those dudes who's obviously now because I'm in music a lot as well, and he's he's in my world of of, of the course. rock and roll a lot. And yeah. you see him with Queens of the Stone Age, and obviously he's doing the Hollywood Vampire yeah. project with Alice Cooper and Joe Perry, and you sort of see him in that world, seemingly just like he's always been there, like he belongs, and you just like he's the coolest man in the world, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a <laughs> it's a very close. It's it's. I think he just pips it though. It's out of him and Sage, and to me, he just pips it. Johnny just pips it slightly, but Sage is a very close second. Yeah, he's the coolest in the respect of the coolest person I've ever met in my life, and the coolest people I've ever hung out with. Did Johnny's get, lovely. Did he get to tell you any good Hunter S. Thompson stories? Yeah, I had a couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah a couple, a few. Because um, he spent some time living with him, didn't he? he in did. the research yeah. for Fear and Loathing. Yeah, he really did. Yeah, you can only imagine. Yeah, and the firework. Do you know what about a firework? No, no. For another time. Not my place to say. <laughs> um, it's not a bad thing that happened with the firework. Um, but he was, he was lovely. Um, and he got, you know, as a family, we got to know him. We we got to know him really well, and and we've we've kept in touch, and he's he's been adorable. But the kids love him, do you know what I mean? And he he's he's really he loves Anna and he loves the kids, and he's he's just a wonderful man. Yeah, you've worked with some incredible guys. I've been very lucky. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, 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 they have. Yeah, and we were, Tom I, as well. To have worked with Tom on Taboo, which was a joy. I've always respected him as an actor. Do you know what I mean? Did really. you get any scenes with him in Tinker Taylor or no? No, 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 we didn't. But I've always respected him as an actor and uh, he's a very close friend. So to have the opportunity to actually work with him, do you know what I mean, was phenomenal. And is that coming back this year or is it going to be next year? I'm not too sure. I think uh, it's being written, I think. I think it's being written now and then hopefully maybe at some point next year we might shoot it. I think. I'm not too so sure. So you haven't started filming season two yet? No. No, 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 no. no. Um, can we talk at all about the Scorsese picture? Is there anything of that you... Of course you can, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so for anybody who doesn't know, is the, is the working title The Irishman or is that going to be the, th- the, the title title? I think that's the working title. I'm still not 100% sure. I think it's going to be called The Irishman, yeah. Right. Yeah. And so this is the first time ever that he's directed Pacino. It's yes. going to be De Niro, Pacino, Pesci, Harvey Keitel. So all of those Scorsese <laughs> school of yeah. 70s icons yeah. um, and your good self. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tell me everything you can tell me. Um, <laughs> again, it was, um, it was another. It was. Um, Is this something that he's been working on for a while? Yeah, for a long time. A long time. Um, I think him and De Niro have had it for a long time with the with the look with the with the look to do it. Uh, I think maybe yeah, it's been quite a while actually. Um, and um, rough sort of plot. It's 
it's Jimmy Hoffa, um, who was a massive trades union guy back in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. I think it kind of it spans quite. It, it's a long time period that it spans. Um, he was the teamsters, the head of the teamsters union. He worked his way up. Do you know what I mean? And it's kind of his story, his rise to where he where he got to. But it's also the intricacies of the fact that the moff the mafia and the mob were involved with him uh from an early level and and kind of how it, it's a major part of american history do you know what i mean and when you because i can't give too much away but when you look at it the fact that the kennedys were involved and presidents were involved do you know what i mean it, it's huge it's absolutely huge it's kind of like a big magnifying glass to them um, but it, it's predominantly the relationship between these two people uh, and Frank, who is Jimmy's kind of bodyguard, but also friend and also gets involved in the Teamsters and, and works his way up the Teamsters union. But he works for the mob. He's kind of a hitman for the mob. So it's it's the story of them two as well. Do you know what I mean? How they become friends. And is that De Niro and Pacino? That's De Niro and Pacino, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so you can imagine that one. The history. Yeah. Even before you get into the actual story, the yeah. history with those two and their journey. and Yeah. Yeah, so, um, and how that one came about was I was filming with Shane. Okay. I've just done a thing with Shane called The Virtues. Oh, wow. Which, a feature film? Um, no, it's a TV series. I, I think it comes out in Channel 4 in March or something. Oh, think, great. Maybe. Um, and that was... It was a hell of an experience. That was amazing to do. Do you know what I mean? To to be able to to work with Shane again in that capacity. Anyone else from the This Is England family? No, no. Helen, um, who played Vicky's counselor in the TV yep. series. Helen, Helen's in it. She's amazing. Um, so I was I was shooting that, um, and then I get a phone call saying. Right, I think it was it was maybe in ten days. You've got a they've been working out to have a look in my schedule and stuff where I had a little tiny break, but there was no break. So um, you're gonna have to fly to New York on a sat to be there on a Saturday. You've got to go meet Robert De Niro. So I was like, oh, what with Marty or just just well, De Niro? Well, you've got to go meet Robert De Niro because Marty's doing a film called The Irishman, and Marty would really like you to be in it but you have to meet Bob first and you know what I mean he's the exec producer and he has to sign off on it and stuff like that and I was like okay that's so the call of a lifetime right it, yeah yeah look on me face uh, you can't see obviously the people that are listening to it I can assure you he's beaming people yeah 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 yeah. it's a proper smile um, and it was just a case of so then I had to finish work on a Friday and fly out um, and then got there Saturday morning and, and then went and met the two of them yeah that was yeah, yeah. It was amazing. It was a hell of a. I can't even begin to imagine in my head how I'd feel walking into that situation. And you know, in your heart, you're there because your talent has got you there. Well, Anna um, had to tell me that when I was in the car. Did no, she? she told me she to like not. It wasn't then. It was when I was on set. <laughs> it was the. It was yeah, before yeah, yeah. I did my scene with our old Pacino, and I'm shitting it. I'm absolutely shitting it. I've been a turn of the bar twenty times. I'm just. 
going over my stuff and I'm I'm thinking oh and I've had a couple of days we've you know I've I've done a couple of days filming already but just me me with Marty doing stuff about my character and things so I've done I've done like three or four days so I'm I'm in the swing of it but now my ass is gone I'm just like oh and I found it and everything and I was like, I was like, oh, no, what, I don't know, what am I going to do? She's going, shut up. You're right. You deserve to be there. He's asked for you to be there. You've earned the right to be there. Just get there and just just do it now. Just just stop messing about. I was like, yeah, but what am I going to do? She's like, stop it. I was like, okay. No, you're right. Yeah. No, what? Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's asked me to. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Fucking right. Yeah. Okay. Let's you know have I mean? it. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Let's go. And then it was, it was an amazing experience. And them two were unbelievable. Were they? Yeah. I mean, like I have to ask, but so gracious, um, so lovely. Do you know what I mean? Really, really, really attentive, um, and just so kind with with their time, but also with sharing, with making the scene the truth. Do you know what I mean? I mean, letting me do cause my character's a bit of a he's a bit of a boy, so to let you know to, for them to just. I mean, and I improvised a hell of a lot. Um, and for Al Pacino, I frightened the shit out of him. Did one you? Bit, yeah, that I improvised, but I proper frightened him. And then, You've got to be pleased with that, right? Yeah, I was defo, yeah, because <laughs> you know, I've done the scene and I've got right into it and I've done this thing that I've planned on doing in my head if it works out right. I've discussed it with Anna when we were going through it. I went, oh, I might do that. And she was like, oh, that'd be great. And I was like, yeah, but you don't know. So I didn't tell... Uh, I didn't tell Marty what I was going to do and I didn't tell Al Pacino. I didn't tell him. I, all I told was the props and the cameraman because he's eating some ice cream and stuff. And I just told them, I said, I said, no, I might just like throw that ice cream. That bolt might just throw it because he's winding me up a treat. And they were like, okay, we got more. And I was like, okay, geez. Right, now the camera's going to be there. He's like, yeah. I went, okay, I won't hit the camera now. And then we went, we did it, and he and he just put a spoon back in the thing, and I just went, fuck, I just threw this thing right across the room, and then got up and all that, and then he went, ah, oh! and then he, <laughs> and then then he went, and then he went, it was, and then he went cut, and he went, oh, Marty, he frightened me there, the kid frightened, did you see that? You ah, he frightened me, that was a good one, and I was like, oh my god, shit, and we kept doing it and doing it, and then I got blood on my hands, where I'd cut my hands on this metal thing, and he's going, look at this kid. He's giving blood for the scene. I fucking love this kid. And I was like, whoa, whoa, this is, this is ridiculous. This is unbelievable. I've peaked. Like, yeah, that was it. It was like playing a Champions League final. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was like, yes, thank you. And I put three balls in the box and I'd scored a, a, a flying scissor kick in the top corner. It was amazing. And then the same when I, I, I had a nice scene with the two of them. It was, it was really lovely. Yeah, it was, it was a hell of an experience for me personally. You know, when you think about... There was them moments as well where, you know, getting on the bus to go to the Everyman Youth Theatre as I was in that in that Winnie Bagel, you know what I mean? In that trailer, I was sitting there just kind of reflecting on how far I'd actually come and in them moments when I was going to pack it in because I couldn't get no work and it was just like, wow, all them little tiny things throughout my life had, 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 had led up to this moment of being in this position to work with these complete icons, do you know what I mean? and reasons why I wanted to be an actor. But then your little head kind of explodes a bit because me dad, me and my dad used to watch all those films. You know, He was the one that got me into cinema, do you know what I mean, which was amazing. And we used to watch all kinds of films, all, all Scorsese's films and Kurosawa films and, you know, 
I've said, I'd said that like curry sour, curry curry sour, curry sour, Akira, Akira, Akira sour. Do you know what I mean? Um, all these, all these great films that I watched with my dad as a kid, and you never, you know, you you hope and you and you you have that that, that little dream and that little desire that, that you can do this as for a living. Do you know what I mean? From that early age and stuff, but you never ever think you're gonna be opposite a table with Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. You you just can't fathom that. That just doesn't equate in your head. Do you know what I mean? Because well, they're all the way over there and they do big Hollywood movies and I'm, there's no chance, you know, I'm going, I'm going to everyman, but I love going to everyman on the bus and that was, you know, and I'm, I suppose what I'm trying to say there is, is it any listeners who are actors or musicians or, you know, artists or creatives in any way, it's that kind of, don't stop, don't give in, do you know what I mean? Just Persistence yeah, and perseverance. Perseverance, yeah, and there's, a, you know, you will get a lot of knockbacks, but you'll also have them moments of complete, fulfillment in every aspect of the word you know what i mean that's just like okay oh well this is what i'm meant to be doing then nice one and when them when them moments pop up that you know they can be rare but when you when you sit in them moments just enjoy them because that's what it's all about personally do you know what i mean amen yeah going. the process i think is as rewarding as the end result of course and, yeah. you know things like this for me it's nowhere near the level of acting with Pacino and De Niro, but just having to have conversations with people whose work I really admire, um, the actual conversations themselves and the things that I learn along the way, you know, really make the whole thing worthwhile. Yeah. And uh, I can only imagine how pleased and proud, you know, your family must be of you. And and it must be yeah. nice to be able to share the ride with them. Of course, yeah, especially as well. my missus. And a little bit now my kids. Yeah. Do you know have what I mean? Finally attained cool dad status. Yeah, only yeah, yeah. I have, I have, I think I am. Yeah, well, I'm getting there slowly because, uh, and it kind of sparked from pirates. What, must have been a turning point, surely. It was because it was something the kids could actually watch. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that was great. But then, to to for me as well, some of our graces mates kind of are into the Arctic Monkeys and, of course. you know, into, into Kasabian. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And Grace loves Kasabian and so does That's Alfie. where you got to get it, isn't it, with the music? But then it was, yeah, yeah of course. But then it was <laughs> like, you know, when our Grace came home and went, Dad, you're in an Arctic Monkeys video, aren't you? I went, yeah. A two, actually. Yeah, I'm in a couple, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah I'm in a couple, yeah, why? Um, she went, I'm your mate, but was saying in school, and she's a big-ass Monkeys fan. I was like, yeah, there you go. She's like, oh my God, wow. It's like, yeah, do you want to watch it? <laughs> no, I didn't say that. But it was, you know, so it's them little things. Um, and to be able to share it with my children, with my wife and with my, my, my family and my friends is amazing. Do you know what I mean? And, and they are extremely proud of what I've achieved and stuff like that. But it's that persistence and that determination. But it's only through them as well. Because if, it, if they're the ones back that to them, propped you up when you've course, been down, yeah. Especially my mum and my dad and, and Hannah completely do you know what i mean they're, they're my rock they're my pillar and have you done your my, my, uh, first voice acting recently with hellboy yeah i did which how was, was that? great how yeah was, was that was great like fun very different approach is it the same um no no it's mad it's just you jumping around like an asshole in front of a mic <laughs> yeah um, yeah it was it was fun it was a lot of fun um and i think the best thing for me was not to um to kind of go back to that remember earlier on when i was saying about Drew, who I saw as a kid and he had the same accent as me and showed that things were attainable because he was doing it so that obviously it's possible. Maybe I can do it, you know what I mean? That was that was a big thing for me. Um, and then I thought, never heard a scouse 
monster villain in a cartoon film thing, have you? And I went, oh, okay. And then, so they asked me to do it, and I get there and all that, and I was like, okay. And they were like, so, you know, we were thinking, and I was like, okay, can I do him scouts? And they were like, huh? And I was like, me, how I talk, but not my voice. And they were like, what, like, what, from, 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 from Liverpool? And I was like, yeah, yeah, from Liverpool. Um... Johnny, what, Sean, what you thinking about this thing? And they were like, oh, yeah, fuck it, go ahead, yo, I'm gonna have a go. And he's like, ah, uh, yeah, okay. And I'd already thought if I was gonna do it, I was gonna do my Uncle Eddie's voice. Because my Uncle Eddie's got that kind of older, or that kind of talks a bit more like that. So um, I already had that implanted in my head. And then when they put the effect on it, He's just, he's just so much. I just had so much fun. Also, dude, they got me to improvise quite a lot. So I'm, I'm just swearing all the time. Do you know what I mean? He's just a very angry um, <laughs> hog, basically, <laughs> who's fucking pissed off with everything. Do you know what I mean? So it was great fun for me. Yeah, it was really good fun. Yeah. Is that going to be out this year? And is the um, Scorsese film out this year as well? I or think do you not so. Know? I think the Scorsese film's out at the end of the year. I think. I'm not 100%, but I think so. I think Shane's is definitely out this year. That series we did called The Virtues. And that's Channel 4? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was very... Yeah, that's that's a really heavy piece. That's a heavy piece. I'd expect so with, with Mr. Meadows. Yeah, it's very heavy, that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, it was a... It was a yeah, it was an honour to do. The heaviest thing you filmed? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so, definitely. Pers- personally, yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. There's a bit. There's a bit in there where we we were shooting something else, and we were supposed to go to the pub to shoot a scene in the pub. And again, all this little bit was improvised. And I think we were supposed to be there at five o'clock. Uh, we didn't get there till eight o'clock. And the people in the pub, it was their local pub in Sheffield. It was their pub, kind of near the city centre. Um. And so they'd all had free booze. So by the time we got there at half eight, they were all plastered. And I mean, shit faced. Like, no messing about, they were shit faced. And um, I went, What are we going to do? And Shane went, That'd be great. So that was it. So we shot in that mayhem. Do you know what I mean? We shot that little bit in that mayhem, which really was, it was, yeah, it was a. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was interesting. I think yeah. what I've deducted from a large part of our conversation is with Shane, everything you see is kind of what you get a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. So if people bear that in mind when going into this, yeah, um, yeah, and Shane, as a man, he's he's wonderful. Do you know what I mean? He's a, he's a very very, he's a dear friend, and he's he's a, he's a wonderful man. Um, but as a director, if he if he said to me, right. You need to jump off that cliff. I'd go, okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't ask any questions about where the airbag was or anything like that. None of that would enter my head. I'd just go, okay, that cliff. Yeah, okay. Am I running or am I walking or am I walking backwards or what what what, what do you want me? I, do you know what I mean? It's that it's that kind of is that kind of you have that more I I personally and a lot I know a lot of the other actors that work with him, you have that much trust in him. Complete trust, people, right? Complete trust. Complete trust in his in, in in what he's doing complete trust uh yeah and he's hilarious isn't he and he's brilliant yeah, <laughs> yeah he's so funny yeah you should get shane on here i'd love it. to yeah 
Do you reckon you'd be able to hook me up? Yeah, you never know. I'll have a word. Let me 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 have a word, boy. See what What's your favourite Shane story before we go? A light-hearted, fun one. Uh, I don't know. There's so many. There's so many. Um, yeah, some some non no, not suitable non-prince. for broadcast. Not suitable for those for certain ears, shall we say? Uh, yeah, but yeah, just there's lots. There was lots. Thanks so much for Cheers, your time, mate. mate. It's been a thanks delight, much. and thanks for all your great work as well. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Long may it continue. Amen to that. Much. Cheers. Cheers, Steve. Thanks a lot. flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.